Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Real Chumps. I am your host, Marcel, and with me, as always, my co-host, Danny. In this week's episode, we are going to discuss the action rom-com, This Means War, starring Chris Pine, Reese Witherspoon, and Tom Hardy. And who's got the question today? I should have thought of something. That's okay. I got it. <laughs> okay. um, which Reese Witherspoon movie would you be start, Would you be in? Whether that be an extra or even like a supporting role. Maybe not like main role, but... Um, <clears throat> I absolutely love Reese Witherspoon in Walk the Line. Okay. Okay. I forgot this. <laughs> like, even though she's playing... Um, oh. What's the singer's name? Uh, yeah. Anyway, I, I I think she's great in it. Uh, I love I, I love that like t- like era like that time. Yeah. And of so movies. like yeah. And so like the outfits that like Johnny Cash wears, or like, even that she wears, they're they're just so cool. And also, like my my wife will will attest to this. I am a sucker for like a good southern accent, and like <laughs> she she has that accent like perfectly in that movie, like. She doesn't always like play with the accent. I, I think in like Sweet Home Alabama she does a right. little bit, but like it's it's thick in there in, in yeah. Walk the Line. Yeah. So I, I think I'd go with with Walk the Line. Okay. Walk the Line. I kind of forgot that she was in Walk the Line, I'll be honest with you. It's a good one. It's been years since I've done Walk the Line, so we'll have to do that. James Mangold, he's the man. We talked about him we did. a couple we weeks did. ago. We're gonna have to throw that on the, the list. Honestly, I think for me, this is really random. Um, but I would want to be part of Sing. I know she's uh, she's Rosita, and, but I just feel like again this kind of goes back to our our last episode or of Knives Out uh, two episodes ago, talking about wanting to be part of a cast. Oh yeah, yeah. E- and even though the problem is that they're they're voice acting, so they're like kind of separated, but they're singing. I don't know. It just would be really fun uh, to be <laughs> to 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 be see not having any interaction, but then see how things play out on screen. <laughs> uh, I also just really love singing, so confession dude i haven't seen any of those things oh my bro you're <laughs> killing me bro you're killing me smalls it's just it's so funny i hear they're great they're fantastic dude for christmas sadie found this um toy called the a yodo and it's like um this little music box and you can get these uh uh nfc cards okay. which is new field communication yeah you can um create your own playlist and then like get your create your own cards and then like add it to the to hmm. these cards yeah and then they can put them into these little boxes and it'll play the music um you can buy other like yeah. you know they have the whole disney like some disney collections and things like that um but i put a whole bunch of the songs from sing mm-hmm. and like my youngest plays it like all the time <laughs> oh, she, he's getting b- better with like the singing stuff anyways it's a uh, super cool uh not a sponsor but yoda if you'd like to sponsor us for one Please. episode we'll do a child uh, we'll do an animated kids movie <laughs> and we'll we'll sponsor so um no that's great 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 question um this means war what a this came out in 2012 yes and i remember <laughs> yeah yeah 2012 okay um I, I this is my first time watching it this okay. is my second time watching it okay. i was gonna ask you like what was yeah like had, had is this like on i have like a couple movies like rom-coms that i put on rotation yeah yeah um so like every like year or two like i'll watch them right because they're great so this is not one of yours absolutely not okay okay <laughs> let me let me give you my perspective okay so i 
um, was on my mission when this movie came out. Okay. So it was 2012. It was when the world was supposed to end. Uh, I was serving a mission in Boston. And I was like, well, if the world was going to end, this is probably a good way to go. But <laughs> we're here. <laughs> we're here. Uh, the world right. didn't end. And so I got back from my mission and uh, I did a good stint um, watching several films that I missed while I was uh, on my mission. And um, I don't recall if I watched this with a girl mm-hmm. or if I watched this like by myself um, or uh, like, I'm not exactly sure the circumstances of me watching this movie, yeah. but I do remember watching it and thinking it was a, it was a funny show. Yeah. Okay. Um, again, I want to put premise <laughs> on uh, something that we talked about uh, in Knives Out and something you shared, which is like people should do some research when you go into a film. And this is one of those films yep. that you, if you just like, because um, we're going to get into some of our feelings, I'm sure. Uh, this is one of those films where I think that like understanding the team, as well as the context of when this film was produced is huge. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. we'll leave it at that. We'll talk about it in a second. What's your history? I mean, this is your first so time So this is my it. first time. I, I remember seeing the trailer for it. And I'm like, okay, that's an interesting take on like the rom-com right. aspect. Um, I I think it's 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 an action rom-com, I guess we can I, okay. Yeah, you put this in the show notes, and I don't know if there's an ra- action rom-com. What other movies would you classify under action rom-com? I'll, I'll tell you, and a very good one. Oh, another James Mangold oh. movie, Night and Day. I was about to say, oh my gosh, I just, re- like, I said that, those words came in my mouth, and yeah. I'm like, oh my gosh, Night and Day. Yeah. Night that's and Day. That's by James Mangold? That's, I'm telling you, James Mangold is so good. Good. We might have to do a whole season. We oh. might have to do a whole season of just James Mangold. <laughs> Dude, I'm down for it. Um, so that that's a great action rom-com. Yes, it is. It is. You're right. 100%. There is, that's a whole genre. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so, so, so this is my first time watching it. We decided to watch it. Um, <laughs> sticking to what I had said a couple weeks ago about doing a little research. I'm about to hit play to watch this. And I'm like, all right, let's pull up IMDb. Who, who's who's involved in this? Director McGee. This is me waving a red flag. Okay. <laughs> Wait, hold on. I'll, I'll put this in. I'll put this in the episode. But uh, uh, there'll be. A, let's. We'll put red flags. We'll put red flags in like a corner or something. Yeah. Okay. So red flag number one. McGee. I don't. I don't like McGee. Okay. He's he's not. This is like one of his only movies he's directed. He's mo- mostly TV. He's done a lot of TV recently, yes. Executive producer. Yeah. And, and he's, he's directed. He's yeah. been doing a lot more directing uh, on TV. Yeah. Um, so, Mick G, if you don't know, he's famous for the Charlie Angels movies with yes. Cameron Diaz, yep. Lucy Liu, Drew yep. Barrymore. Yep. Which, actually, I I haven't watched it, so we I need to rewatch them. Uh-huh. But I've loved them going up. Okay, okay. So, there's that. Anyway, I, I won't go through it all. But uh, he... I saw that, and I knew one. I knew, I knew a few things. One, this movie's not going to have good character development. Um, two, I feel like it's going to be very shallow. Three, there's going to be a lot of like loose ends and nothing like something, some things aren't going to be like well defined and resolved. And four, at some point, he's going to objectify Resweep with a spoon. I just, I just figured at some point, this is Mick G. This Mick is- G is just. Okay, it, it's just McGee. Okay, yeah. So I I went into that. And I'm like, but okay, that's whatever. Let's see who's who who were the writers on this. So then I looked up the writers. There's two. There's three. Yeah. Two of them I have no idea who they are. Yeah. They're it. It's uh, yes. 
I also did the research on this okay. one. My thought on when I looked, because I looked at McGee and I was like, oh, okay, okay, I know some of them. And uh, the, when I looked at the writers, like, okay, this was like somebody knew McGee. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is me speculating. <laughs> They're like, yo, I have a great idea for a movie. Uh, whoever has the story credits was like, yo, McGee, bro, let Listen me do this. Let me do this, bro. Let's just, yeah. like, let's get these actors. Let's, you know, get the screen lighted. It'll be, you know, it's whatever. Yeah. 2012, I think, I mean, Chris Pine's in it. Mm-hmm. Um, next week, we're going to be doing, I mean, right now, we're going to tell you, we're doing Star Trek Into yeah. Darkness. Yeah. Um, this was after the first Star Trek? Yeah, first Star Trek came out in 20, 2010. Two, no, 2009? Yes, I think, I think so. Yeah. Um, Chris Pine is kind of a, a hot actor. A hot commodity, yeah. He's, he, 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 like... He came in real hot with um, Star Trek. People like the, you know, the way, you know, pretty boy. Yeah. Blue eyes. I get it. I don't know. I, I, I did you, I couldn't, I didn't do a ton of WDF, but I think this is one of Tom Hardy's first movies. This is one of his more, I, I, I think right before this, he had done Interstellar, not Inter- Inception, which gave him like the big push here in the States before he had done Bronson. Uh, You're right. Which which kind of was what put him on the map, but inter- or Inception was what kind of gave him the big push here in Hollywood. Yeah, I mean, and, and he didn't really have a big role in that. It was just yeah. like he was a support, he was a part of the team, and it wasn't a huge thing. So I think like, because I actually know Tom Hardy um, from Peaky Blinders. Okay, okay. Um, and then some of the other movies that he's done since, uh, yeah. some of the stuff. So he, this is, I forgot um, that this, is one of his first roles and i think i can like it definitely feels Mm -hmm. um to that to that i feel like actors so so i don't know if it's tom hardy trying to play it safe here in the states Hmm. or um just him trying to you know he's just trying to get whatever he could so that he could could, yeah he can get connected with people so he get get the roles he really wanted to yeah because let's just get into it well, well, I've oh, got one yeah, more. one, more. Okay, one go. more red flag. Oh, okay. So we had two. So the two two writers. Yes. Which I don't know who they are. Um, and then the third writer, Simon Kinberg. Okay, is that your second? <laughs> That's my second red flag. No, I do not like. Okay, let me let me be specific. Simon Kinberg is known for. Uh, he got his big break writing Mr. and Mrs. Jones. Oh no, Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Oh, okay. The yeah, 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 Brad yeah. Pitt, Angelina movie. Yeah. He then eventually got involved after brian singer known for the x-men movies yes. left to the project to go do superman returns simon kinberg brought it got brought in to write the third x-men which uh, it's not good that's a that was okay. a tragic one it was a tragic one and then from there on i don't know how i don't know simon like I don't, this isn't criticism at him but somehow he's so well connected the man has executive produced some like he's in everything if you go through his 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 uh, filmography the guy is a producer in everything anyway see he became a producer for all the x-men after that point mm. um and then eventually he wrote uh days of future past that's right i remember looking at, that, i remember looking at that he then eventually wrote the apocalypse x-men apocalypse which was really bad um 
and then he got promoted after such a horrible movie to write and direct the last x-men the the phoenix the, yeah yeah the, that one yeah which was his first dark direct, phoenix i think dark phoenix the, yeah his first directorial debut what was that one uh i haven't seen his most recent movie the three six three sixty five or something it's the one with like the yeah yeah i've seen that like yeah the, yeah um, there, again and, and it looks cool but but I just Simon Kinberg, he is just somehow he's not he's not good at like fleshing out his thoughts on paper. He he brings big ideas into his projects, but isn't able to connect those big ideas into the store into the characters arc. It's interesting you say that because I mean I've seen many of mo these movies. I didn't, I mean again yeah I, as you I've mentioned in previous episodes, uh, I literally just love watching movies. Yeah yeah. Um, and sometimes I will like what I, I never judge on mm -hmm, the first pass. Mm -hmm. I will always just watch a movie and I'll take it as face value. Yeah. And this is a perfect example of having to do a reach when you do a rewatch to double to doing your gut check on like, is this movie good? And, um, and some of these other movies you've suggested, I mean, um, you know, X-Men three, this huge, dis I mean, I'm, that was a huge disappointment to me. Huge disappointment. I mean, uh, and for many other X-Men fans. Um, the, the new X-Men, the, uh, first class and some of these other ones, uh, apocalypse also a little bit sore subject, but it was like, it was okay enough. Yeah. And so for me, um, it, I hundred percent, I would, I would agree with you. Yeah. It's, and I honestly, it's a hard to say again, it's hard in filmmaking to put something on one individual person because yes. so many times in a lot of these instances, um, you have, especially on IP like X-Men or other films, you, and it's even on this one, particularly you have studio execs or studios just wanting to get a film out for the money. Yeah. hundred percent, hundred percent. And, and you know, like if you're connected or you have some sort of thing, it, you know, you, you might be part of a movie that sucks. Yeah, yeah. And it's it, it happens. happens. It happens. I make movies, I make videos, <laughs> and I know that it's not the best video I've ever done, but it paid the bill and I get it done and I learn from that experience. And sure. that's one of those things. And I think what I think what you're trying to say is that where is his learning coming from? Well, not just that. What I'm trying to uh, yes, it, but I'm also once I found that out, my I don't want to say my expectations, but I knew what I was getting myself into. And I think this is 100% what you have to go into. Yeah. Like if you you either you're gonna you, you either one of us you're <laughs> one of us you're either somebody who can you do a little bit of research and you you adjust your expectations. Yeah. Or you're someone like me and you just go in blind faith and you either love the movie and you have to rewatch it again and to see if you actually love the movie, <laughs> or you don't know if the movie was really good and then you have to rewatch it and say yeah it was actually good again it just comes yeah, back yeah, to yeah. you and it's like a gut feeling type thing exactly. I don't know. But I will say this, Simon, if you're listening to this, because I'm sure you are. Um, no, he, he's done great. Somehow, again, got involved with Lucasfilm. Yeah. And he he became the, he's credited as the creator for Star Wars Rebels, which if you haven't seen it, Star Wars Rebels is really good. And yeah. it, it goes deep into like the mythology of the Jedi, of the Force, and, and introduces some great concepts that I wish the actual movies had done uh, i have to come out i think some of the animated stuff is way better than some yeah of the yeah movies. so like somehow he, he's the creator for that and and i think dave filoni rightfully so gets a lot of like credit for rebels but it was technically i guess simon kinberg that created the show so pretty cool good job simon this is probably one of the first movies that we're gonna watch that 
we probably have a lot of like more opinions on. And that's going to be the case in some of these movies. Yeah, yeah. So let's dive into, and if you remember, uh, I think our second episode? Third. Third episode, we introduced, uh, Marcel brought in the wonderful um, rom-com checklist. And so we're going to um, go into that uh, a little bit um, after uh, our first segment, which is talking about the idea of rom-com versus action rom-coms. Yeah. So, I mean, so we, we, we've talked a little bit about this, right? Um, and, and here's what I, th I think the rom-com, and we've talked plenty about rom-com genre, but it's such a fun genre to just like get individuals, actors and actresses that can connect and have that chemistry and, and the goofiness of the story, right? Yeah. It just makes it so fun. But then when you add like an action element to it, I think it just ups the ante, right? It, yeah. it it's, it's a recipe for, for a great time. Yes. At least it should be. Yeah, I agreed. I, 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 when I saw this in the show notes, I was kind of like action rom-coms. And again, I was like, oh, night and day. Night and, uh, yeah. I'm trying to think of there's a there's a couple there's several that I know that I just don't have off the top of my head right now. But I know that there's I've watched several of these. And uh, after remembering that night and day, I mean, we have Mr. And Mrs. Smith. Um, I'm thinking of uh, what's the latest one that came out on was I think it was was it on Prime or it was Sandra Bullock and yeah 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 Channing uh, the Tatum? Shotgun, no not not Channing Tatum Shotgun Wedding. Um, that's with J Lo and and uh, oh yeah that's right. And what's his face? Josh? Oh, you mean Lost uh, City? Yeah, Lost City. Uh, super okay. funny. That one's super funny. Super it's funny. Great. It's, it is great. So uh, a huge genre. Yeah. I think you're 100% correct in the fact that this is... And, and we have a new one coming out with um, Anna the Armas and Chris Chris Evans? Yes, Ghosted. Ghosted, which very excited. It I, looks very good. I wanted to... I actually wanted to do the tra a trailer reaction with you because... Uh, oh, I should have. I just barely saw the trailer today, literally. Literally today? Yeah. I watched it like two weeks ago and I was like, I want to watch this. With, I wanna, <laughs> I, like, we need to do this with Marcel. <laughs> but yeah, so it's it's a great genre yes. and, and it's it's an opportunity if you get um, great names uh, to be in it, 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 it makes sense. Okay. Big money maker. What would be the one thing that we need to add that needs to make an action rom-com great? Yes. I think we need to add the, a well, I guess the, this is what's interesting. So in, in action rom-coms, you have the a story, the main story, mm -hmm. which is the, the actual rom-com aspect of it. Correct. And then the B story is the action of it. It's what's driving the, our characters to actually get together or, or meet. Right. And and maybe this could fall under like the ridiculous situation. Okay. Mm. Okay. But I'm gonna I'm gonna say it right now. This movie did not have a good action. <laughs> let's aspect just of let's it. just come out and say it, okay? Um I watched it for the, when I first watched it, I, I was single. Uh -huh. Um again, this is coming back to my thing that like movies need to be revisited at different times yeah. and if you watch it first time i, watched, I remember like talking with thought it was hilarious it was uh -huh. it was a good time whatever watching it this time i watched it with my wife <laughs> and not to say like it was like i'm like whatever i mean i i was i wasn't married then i'm yeah. mar married now yeah um but i was like this is bad <laughs> this is <laughs> this is poor this like the like writing i'm like this was like this was a cash grab movie. Oh, yeah. they, they're like, okay, we're gonna we're gonna hop on the the Chris Ban, uh, Chris Pine bandwagon. Let's throw Reese Witherspoon in there. Uh, let's bring in this new British guy, mm -hmm. uh, and 
you know, let's make something there. And then let's, of course, the, the sidekick, which we, we need to talk about, yeah, we'll get there. Yeah. Um, I was just, I, I mean, ha like there was a quarter, I was like, uh, babe, do you want to like watch something else? She's like, no, nah, it's whatever. <laughs> uh, and I was like, you know what? That's fine. It's fine. And you know, like they ha it has little moments. And I think we're going to get to that when we get to the list, but it, nothing, even with those little moments, nothing's redeemed. Like it's not, it does not, I don't think it's going to, it's, it doesn't, to me, it does not pass. And we'll talk about why. We'll talk about it. You? <sighs> it, 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 it doesn't pass. I just, yeah. and, and we'll talk about it. There's, I think, again, because my, my expectations were a bit low with this, um, I was enjoying myself, but there's at one point, and we'll get to it, where I'm just like, that's it. I'm done with this movie. Yeah. We'll get to it. But let's start with the, the let's list. Let's start with the list. Um, soundtrack. Okay. This is an easy one. What soundtrack? I mean, well, did, okay. did they play Beastie Boys twice in this movie? I think so. There's, yeah, I think so. There was the one song, actually, the song that Reese, Reese Witherspoon sings when they're like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. there's a scene, um, like, uh, the, a quick premise, two CIA operatives um, are trying to, f they're like best friends and partners, and they kind of have um, a mess up on one of their ops. They kind of get grounded. Um, and the the main story is that one of them wants he's like wants to have a life that feels meaningful. Uh, he has a kid. The other one, playboy, <laughs> you know, dating the same girl. They decide to try to compete against each other, and thus is the movie. And thus is the movie. Yeah. Uh, there is some BC Boy soundtracks. Uh, there's other sound. There's no sound. I mean, to me, yeah. there's not really. An, there's like the one scene with Reese Witherspoon and the two Chris Pine and Tom Hardy are trying to like in, like plant bugs in the house. <laughs> Such an invasion of privacy. Okay. I get it. It's it's. But oh, we'll yeah. get to the we'll get to the, yeah. Oh um, yeah. No no soundtrack. So the, already this movie just kind of <sighs> nah. Doesn't hit it. Oh, we're gonna bring back. <laughs> I'll bring out like the, the our little boxes. A little box. There we go. We'll, we'll have to. We'll do a little bit different because we're not doing two movies. <laughs> Anyways, uh, oh man, we should have done two action movies with this one. Should have done night and that's, day. That's that's when I started watching this. I'm like, we should have done night and day at the same. Next time, time we gotta start every. Okay, we now know going now. forward when we do rom coms, we gotta do two. We gotta do two. We gotta do two. Two at a time. Okay. Um, the meet cute. So you've got okay. a couple here. Yeah um obviously when tucker is that his name tuck yes there's uh there's fdr, FDR. <laughs> again okay, okay. <laughs> you are. i forgot that because she started saying FDR. i'm like wait fdr and i'm like i cold i totally spaced that his like he was F like his name is fdr in the movie and i was like this is oh this is where i like i was watching it and like these little moments i'm just yeah. like and i think part of this Honestly, it's because we had just re like we recently we did the movie, uh -huh. um, we did the other two Marvel comps, yeah, and so like I have this now standard, yeah, that see? you've given to me. It's so good, right? And I'm like, dang it. But okay, the meet cute. So you have Tom Hardy's character who <clears throat> fills out the online dating profile. Yeah, they meet up at a restaurant, and it's it's cute in the sense that like it's an interesting like decision on his part to kind of play this he's kind of like not invested but he is and then like the dialogue of like oh you're not a you're not like a serial killer or yeah have okay. you killed anyone this week or not, not, this, not this week. week yeah 
uh, I actually, we, so it's cute. It is good. I we, Reese Witherspoon, I think actually his character is actually quite intriguing. Um, and honestly, she, her, her character felt the, the most well done. Interesting. Of, really? Yeah. Because well, in the sense of like, as like a, a female character in, in for this movie, because okay. when I look at the, the rest of it, I'm just like, <laughs> it's poor. Um, because we've got Reese Witherspoon is like she came she followed this ex boyfriend who mm -hmm. shows up at very various times, who causes conflict and intrigue, um, who she's kind of still hung up on, or or like or like she I don't she, know if, she moved out to L A for the guy with, with the guy or with the guy yeah yeah because he got some job or whatever he's a like a doctor I don't know I don't, no not a doctor. No, not a doctor anyways. Um, so, but she got a good, she got a good job afterwards now, like the head of like, like product research or mm -hmm. something. So she's like a big wig and blah, 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 blah. And, uh, and so there's something she didn't, hasn't really had a dating life. And so the fact that she goes on this blind date, uh, from having an online profile that wasn't created by her, but her best friend. By her best friend. That's right. Chelsea Handler. Who is a gem. <laughs> In my opinion, <laughs> despite the crazy thing, she kind of brings the fun in this movie. She does actually, and I'm like, I kind of wish it would. She, her, and her husband were the main characters in this movie. <laughs> the one scene where you, <laughs> just, she's ridiculous. Her like, she just is the the mom that is real mom. It's yeah, just like it's just great. Yeah, every little scene you're like, yeah, that's life. Yeah, no, I'm trying to have, you know, with the sippy cup and different things. I don't know. I mean, I don't drink alcohol, but I just think that, like, it's just funny. It's, it's just funny. No, she was good. She was really good. And and so, I mean, for that, from that aspect, from the sidekick and the friend, great. Yeah. She has a great one. Chelsea Handler does a great job at bringing the comedy elements to it. She wants excitement in her life, despite the fact that she absolutely loves her husband. Yeah. And has a very deep relationship with him deep and unique relationship with them, right? Hey, dude, come on. Whatever it's, works for them, whatever, right? Whatever works Whatever works for you. Isn't whatever cool? works for you. Yeah, yeah. No, seriously. So I love it. From from the friend sidekick, ching. Like, great job. This Correct. is great, great writing there. The meet cute, the first meet cute between, between Tom Hardy and Reese Witherspoon, it was cute. It was fine. It was... Yeah. It was fine. It did... It was cringe. Yeah. Because of the... the I mean, part of it is because like... The whole online dating thing, um, and like her, they like tried to really hit the nail on the head, like yeah. with him being a CIA operative, which this is, uh, I don't know. We'll get to because th this is the ridiculous, is that the part of the ridiculous situation? I think the ridiculous situation is the fact that. Oh, is that they're both competing against her. Is that they're both competing okay, against her. Okay, so right? then, I, then I need to preface this. I had a real big issue with watching this one because I've watched, I watch a lot of like, um, CIA slash action slash whatever, like uh -huh. operative shows, the CIA does not have jurisdiction to do operations <laughs> on U.S. soil, nor would I imagine that they would be able to freaking use resources to try to get their homies right. laid. Yeah, exactly. The whole time, I just, every single time, I'm like, oh, this is terrible. Like, FBI, maybe. <laughs> maybe. Okay, Maybe. But even then, like, I think this is this is a time I feel like you're talking about, like, how you watch a lot of CIA and operative, like, yeah. TV show or, 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 or content. I f this is 2012. I feel like we've gone past the point of 
of the CIA outside of like the Mission Impossible movies, which with their technology being, you know, a bit, I don't know, advanced or a bit science fiction-y. Yeah. I feel like we're in this era where like, it's grounded like CIA and like eight like like secret agent stuff is fairly grounded for the most part. Yes. Uh, Whereas like, this one, it's like, it's what kind of what? They're like, okay, we want to make them spies, but like, let's just make them CIA. Yeah. I don't know. Like, they could have made them like if they had made them some weird operation, some special thing. Yeah. Maybe I would. It would have been a little bit easier. But the fact that they were CIA really bugged me. It was like. Ah, <laughs> uh, it just really irked me, honestly. And it sucks because the director, um, even though she does, she doesn't have a lot of lines. She's actually a phenomenal actress. Uh, the black um, Angela Bassett. An Angela Bassett. Oh my gosh, she walks in, and I'm like, yes. She, yeah. And she, uh, Angela Bassett's just great in everything. Everything. She br she brings such a, a dominant presence. To she, she has gravitas. Yeah. She's she is. I was I was so disappointed that she was not more in this. Uh, she's great though she like is. the six seven lines that she has i was like yeah i want more yeah it, but like again this comes back to the fact that like this was a cash grab this was like trying to i think it would have been fun for her to remember let's go back to when we talked about um sleepless while you were sleeping yeah and sandra bullock's character her manager yeah was her sidekick right was the one that she would go to and bounce ideas off of right I think she would have been. I think they could have done that. I mean, yeah, she's she's written as like this, you know, no no BS, like get the job done type of thing. But I think she could have like you could have written her to like kind of like be the one that is knows that they're both competing for the same girl. Yeah, and like they each go to her for like some so random but some of, random yeah yeah. I easily I like, I mean, because here's the thing, this cast is actually solid. Yeah. It is like you think of. I mean, Chris Pine. Granted, literally, they tried. They give him like we watched. We we also uh, next week we would be covering Star Trek yeah. uh, Into Darkness. So I kind of watched them somewhat back to back, yeah. uh, back to back. Or and and Chris Pine kind of got really pigeonholed into this like blue eyed uh, pretty boy kind of feel, and it's like super aggressive in this film. Yeah, because in his me cute. He's in a, he's like hanging around just in case like this date doesn't go well, but then meets Reese Witherspoon who isn't like any other girl because mm -hmm. she actually gives him up like opinion slash wrecks his hunting. Yeah. She's like good hunting and he's like smitten by her. Yeah. She, she, she challenges him to in, in that aspect right. of, of like being being on par with his skill set in flirting, I guess. Right. Right. It's great. Right. Um, I, I think I, yeah, I think I like that MeQ a little bit more than I do too. Than the other one. But it makes sense. But it makes sense because he, he is. He's the winner. He's the winner. Uh, spoiler. Sorry, if you didn't watch. <laughs> and no. if you have, I mean, we told you. We told you. And Look, we we should preface this. We decided that if you were going to watch or listen to our podcast, um, you, you should do. When we give you a movie, watch it. If you don't, and if you just want to hear us talk, that's totally great too. That's what your chumps are here for. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> We're your movie chumps, your real chumps. Um, but I mean, I at least knew right from the beginning. Oh yeah, she's gonna go with Chris Pine. With Chris Pine. Yeah, I will say though, those blue eyes, man. 
No, no, dude. The two of the blue eyes. Reese Witherspoon (laughs) and you. There's too much blue eyes in this movie. There's a lot of blue eyes. I mean, like I'm a Latino with colored eyes. Yeah. So I got a lot of like you have beautiful eyes Mm -hmm. a lot growing up. I mean, I would work. I worked at a grocery store and I would get it by from women who were like twice my age. I was like, (laughs) great, thank you. Thank you, man. It was like, wow. These blue eyes, wow. I, I forget how bright Chris Pines are, but anyways. Lasers. Uh, yeah. For reals. So I guess the ridiculous situation. Is this a good ridiculous situation? It is. I think I, I, I think there's a lot of movies that have done the whole a girl falls for two guys or yeah. two friends fall for the same girl. Yeah. So I, I think that there's a lot there, but this one takes that concept and says, but what if the two guys are... CIA operatives, right? Um, so it is ridiculous in that aspect. See, I, and honestly, I don't even think the, the CIA portion is even that that the most. I mean, it gets more ridiculous as the movie goes on. That was what helps make it more ridiculous. Sure, but I think yeah. this this whole situation could have still played out if they were not even secret, like CIA CIA operatives. Could you imagine this movie played out as um, like a sports, like a pro sports athlete, slat and um like a i don't know like a lawyer okay yeah okay yeah so yeah. let's let's change the perspective both of them they're but you know best Buddies. friends super good friends they hang out with it every single week or whatever yep. maybe he's like the lawyer to this basketball athlete. yeah okay let's put it in that aspect yeah. we're rewriting this film right now <laughs> simon kinberg we're giving you notes right now man for the next one you do because clearly you're gonna you, you did you did x-men 3 phoenix and then 12 years later you did phoenix again so like clearly you're gonna come back to this concept again again chris pine some sports athlete star his his homies on the team could have helped him out i mean even 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 put some of these things let's do let's uh let's put some uh, listening devices whatever i mean like yeah it's still it would have been a little bit funnier because they don't have sidekicks no reese witherspoon's uh best friend her name Chelsea Handler. Chelsea Handler uh, killed it. Yeah, Chris, they don't. They don't. They have nothing. They have nothing, and it's sad. It is sad because it's 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 sad for a couple of reasons. One for for like the, the story's sake. Like, yes, they they just there's just no like depth and 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 you see two guys just kind of go at it without the context of being able to like think it through with a buddy, which is so classic in in a rom com. Right? Exactly. I mean, they kind of had. It's not a sidekick with like the grandma. Yeah. But but again, if she, he was a sports star, he could have had his like another friend. Yeah. Yeah. Or a buddy of his that becomes more of a like his wingman that is not his regular wingman, right? Tom right. Hardy is a lawyer. He ends up having his assistant because he would have an assistant. He would have an assistant. Yeah. Uh, helping him l- do a background check and doing some of these other things yeah. that they have a resource available to them. And that's so much funnier than 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 what we ended up getting, which was they have access to a, a whole CIA group of individuals that that do all of this for them. And it just, yeah, there's funny moments, but like it's not. It would have been funnier with like having one specific person that can an Angela Bassett that they go back and forth with, yeah. and Angela's character of being so dry, so direct, would have delivered some awesome lines. There. Yes, yeah. I mean, I, I just, it's, it's, again, it was like, again, 
this is especially as a filmmaker like i understand that in some cases you're just gonna like you're just trying to get a film out yeah but like just a little bit because again this cast is they have strong they're strong strong character or strong actors yeah let's go to the setting and location where was this taking place (laughs) i had i literally i saw that i was like wait a second do i even know when this is it was it was la LA? yeah it was la yeah la yeah you you wouldn't have known you wouldn't have known no there's no there there's nothing that's inviting me to fall in love with with the characters or with like the city itself and part of it's like okay let's what is what makes the location and the setting important to the rom-com i think and we we briefly talked about this there if you do it right the the city itself becomes a character in your in your in your story right let's look at hitch right i I know i brought up hitch last time but like hitch is so perfect in that aspect that it's yeah it's new york city but they are doing activities that are unique to New York. Right. They are the landscape of, of New York itself, right? And, and, and so it's just, you are falling, you are having, these characters are falling in love with each other thanks to what's happening within the city. I think this is, and this comes from the romantic side of mm-hmm. the rom-coms. Yes. Right, because in, you know, you look at La La Land. Yes, it's a musical, but it's a romance, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right? LA, also friendly iconic things there's you know like to to me um like the the atmosphere of what la is right acting and, and whatever it just it's it sorely lacked i mean their cia operas they could have literally said uh, night and look at night and day yeah right and I get it that that one is more like he kidnaps her and he brings her with her. Um, so so she so she's getting to experience all of this. But um, how, how about um, the Edgar Wright one? Scott Pilgrim. Oh, okay. Scott Pilgrim. Yes, I freaking love this. Movie. Yeah, it takes place where in like some in the middle somewhere in Canada. Okay. Yes. But the locations. Yeah. Okay. okay. Like a like a like a club, a little like a, club, like yeah. a band. You know where you go to like hang out with like. Yeah. Everyone has a local club that you go to listen to, to like bands. Yeah. Okay. You have your ridiculous crappy apartment. Exactly. The the like uh the cop. I mean, there's not that's not a big one, but like the like your like your neighborhood, like your hometown. Yes. Yes. See all and and all those plays so well to help elevate the story in Scott Pilgrim. LA did nothing here. It wasn't even a character. It literally, I mean, part of it, this dated, I mean, they had, a, they went to a movie location and then like they did, uh, he went to like a racetrack, right? They like, they went to like a circus. Again, all these things could have been done anywhere. Anywhere, anywhere. And it just didn't help. Like, and again, I think like if there were CIA operatives, again, they couldn't have been doing any of this on freaking US soil. Right. <laughs> Imagine the freaking... Uh, Senate hearings after this. Senate. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so, so so that one does not pass. It yeah. doesn't pass the setting location. Um, let's talk chemistry between our leads. Let's let's take uh, Tucker, Tom Hardy, and Reese Witherspoon. Okay, I actually really like Tom Hardy in this. I did too. And this is yeah. I totally forgot how charming he can be. He is. He is so charming. And and my first in. Uh, exposure to tom hardy was inception and in that movie he plays this suave charming almost james bond character which again i wish like i think he would be a great james bond 
but you know what you're right but but anyway um he he that's that was my first introduction to him and yeah i've seen him in in, in bronson and unfortunately in the venom movies but but like he he, he is very charming and i want i want more of tom Har- of a, i haven't seen peaky blinders oh my gosh but but i want more of this like charming romantic romantic uh tom hardy tom hardy tom hardy is a phenomenal actor yeah he is chris evans mm-hmm. tom hardy i think and him are kind of cut from the same cloth they can be serious yeah they can play suave they can also kind of play like an eccentric um and they can they're uh, you know they 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 get into the characters mm-hmm, mm-hmm. tom hardy does have a little bit more flexibility than chris evans in the sense of um like what he can do like how he it can present himself yeah chris evans is very chris evans yeah chris pine is on the other side of this aspect where he's a little bit more like tom cruise um, not like in yeah. a sense of like acting. What I'm saying is like, we, it's like it's a Tom Cruise movie. Yeah, yeah. It's a Chris it's Pine, a Chris Pine movie. movie. Yeah. It's like he just. It's not that he can't play other like he can't be a, something because he's also he he plays more of a serious character in um, the Contractor as a military thing. But again, it's not. You know, he does play more of a darker tone. But I mean, Chris Pine. It's it just um, for a lot of what he's gone. You know pretty boy kind of like yeah. in the aspect right and it's not to his fault it's just like it's 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 just what it is yeah and, and i think they're all great individually um i don't know i mean yeah there's chemistry between like tucker and and reese's character and there's chemistry between chris pine and reese's character but it's i just it's well here's the thing tom hardy is winning reese for most of the movie yeah and but my thing is like again i think part of this where the struggle comes into is they didn't take into account the the sidekick we've already agreed that sidekick was not a win for yeah. both the characters let's and i wish i did a little bit of a rewrite but like imagine if instead of um what if chris pine's sidekick was um the 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 main what's her name uh bet bet not angela not the the director of like the cia team yeah, Angela Bassett. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Angela Bassett uh, was Chris Pine's sidekick, mm-hmm. and the ex-wife or the kid was Tom Hardy's. Oh yeah, yeah. He's only the kid's only brought in one time towards like trying to like seal the deal, like whatever. But he could have ha- been having conversation with his kid. With his we kid know the that time. there's like some not real connection with his kid. This could have made that connection stronger. Yeah. I mean, again, he uh, she goes with chris pine and he kind of goes back to his wife to his ex or again this weird again it's never explained it's there, never explained there, there's no real well and at the very end he's like i had uh chris pine's like had sex with your wife but i and he's and he think he says i didn't have sex with my wife or something like that so is that even his kid no he says that he he never had sex with with reese witherspoon with your with oh, your oh yeah, yeah that's yeah. right that's right yeah anyways um so Again, like there were characters there to they make just weren't leveraged. It, they just weren't leveraged, and I think like it sucks because Tom. Like again, I think Tom Hardy um, does play a great role. He he does he plays the the role. If it was just between Reese Witherspoon and Tom Hardy, yeah, it would have been really good. If it was just between Reese Witherspoon and, and Chris, Chris Pine, Pine. it yeah. also would have been pretty good. good. 
Yeah, but and that's the problem. Like we we we're given glimpses of, of the characters, of who they are as 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 characters, and but that's the whole point of a sidekick, right? The sidekick is is who gives us the true view of that individual, right? Because in a rom com, you have the characters who are are it like like we do when we're dating, right? We we have a persona when we go on our first <laughs> few dates. Right, and and that's who we present ourselves to to our future potential future potential, potential future spouse, right, spouse. Uh, or partner. But when we have the sidekick, is when we get to see who they really are, yeah. right. And if you think about all all these rom coms, that's when that's when the funny happens because they're they're having a meltdown, and we see that from Reese, right. Yes, but we don't see it from the other no. two, and so that's why it's hard to have that connection. Yeah, with them. yeah, the con- a conflict that separates the lovebirds. Crickets, <laughs> dude. There wasn't. There wasn't one. There was not a conflict. If anything, the conflict obviously happens between the two guys. Well, I, I would okay. The conflict would have been, and this is like literally like the last seven minutes of the movie. Yeah. The conflict is is she's gonna break up with Tom Hardy because she's gonna because she, she decides that she picks Chris Pine. Yeah. And then uh, Chris Pine shows up because they have their actual in the B line story of their the hunter is trying to come back. And is made it to the U.S. and is gonna wants to kill him because yeah. he they killed his brother. So weak. <laughs> the way he delivered, dude. That is... <laughs> the guys, dude. Of I told you. <laughs> weak, bro. Weak. Oh, I just you can use it. Can you feel? Yeah, oh, like... <laughs> I feel it. I feel it. I'm seeing it too. Uh, <laughs> um, it, like she's she's upset at them. Why of them? Like. She, yeah, she finds out that they that obviously they were they were both they were both friends and they were dating her at the same time, right? And so like, it's weak. Um, yeah, it's weak. It's it's like because like literally it's the last seven minutes and, because and, and the then it's part of the aha moment. Yes, but but it's the last seven minutes. You try to kind of have them separate, but you you immediately force them back in because the the terrorist guy is out to get them, right? So again, with a good traditional rom-com, the, the, the purpose of having your lovebirds separate is that it gives them that moment to have that aha moment, right? It gives, them, it gives us, the viewer, an opportunity to like mix with our feelings as well and see what they're feeling. But we're not given that. No. Because it's like, oh, we're going to separate it. But, oh, no, the guy's coming back. And, like, now we all got to work as a team and whatever. And It's not even working as I mean, yeah. They, like, they didn't even work as a team, yeah. They're, they're, like, yeah. There's no, do you feel like there's a grand gesture? No. no that is, there's not even. There, like, there isn't even a, a grand gesture in this. No. Not at all. So no, no epiphany moment, no conflict that nope. really separates them, and no grand gesture. Brutal. Brutal. <laughs> we told you guys. But this just confirms. It just confirms that, one, you have a great list to, to do a rating on rom-coms. Yeah. But also confirms that, like, people, if you're going to write a rom-com, do, do some due diligence. Do and, some de- yeah, and there are certain elements that will just give you a good story. Look, we're not saying that every rom-com has to be this. No. Because you can be, you can flip the script or change, break a rule. If, but if you're going to break the rule, do it well. Yeah, exactly. This movie does not do that. No. And it's, again, the, the characters are, they're, okay, there, you have one last little thing because we're, there's not much else to say on this film. And so we're <laughs> going to wrap up here soon. But 
there is no real let me ask this do you feel like any of the characters have a growth no and and this is where this is this is where again my expectations to this movie were were they were what they were okay um and i was having fun with it i was laughing but here's where i got upset with this movie there's the line that that Ch- chelsea handler tells reese or, or they're yes. having a conversation and and she says you know, I need to figure out which of the two is best. What, what, or, who'd you choose, right? Yeah, who, which of them are, is the best, uh, uh, you know? And, and Chelsea says something along the lines of, like, it, it's not about who's the best, but who is the, who is the best for you. For which is a great it's line. It's a great line. It's a great line. And I love it. So then she goes on a date with, with both of them. And then with Chris Pine, she meets Grandma. And we learn a little bit about, you know, his parents died at a young age and he ha- since then has become very reclusive and doesn't trust people. Yada, 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 yada. She then decides to go with Chris Pine. Why? Well, like, if he is the best for you, how's, how, how, do you- how, how is he the best for you? Like, hey, uh, uh, we're going to go, this means war too. <laughs> there's not. Like, th- th- there's a divorce. <laughs> <laughs> like that just wasn't shown to me there wasn't right? it there wasn't was no there was no there's no payoff no payoff there's not even a setup honestly yeah like like it's this is a bro movie this is a rom-com movie that like if you're like you want something that might be like a something to put on while you're cooking put this movie on Maybe. Maybe. I think there's <laughs> better things you can have on True. in the background. You're right. You're right. But like, because it's, is it a good watch one time? Sure. Sure. But again, you, you're not, you shouldn't watch this when like on a couch. You should be doing something else. Yeah. Those yeah. on when you're like, you want to watch something that might be like doing work or whatever. Like this movie has some, some moments, but it's so, um, a lackluster yeah because there is no real conflict no any even if there was a i mean the conflict is is actually pretty good with the fact that two guys trying to fight for one girl right but uh the other things that go into what a rom-com is and even the action portion uh, it was so lackluster Dude, the, the action was just not there there it wasn't there wasn't i mean the payoff for the last fight there wasn't there wasn't a payoff. No, no. I mean, they had the one beginning. Uh, the only thing that helped drive, make this an action rom com. Heavy quotes here. Massive heavy quotes here. An action rom com was the fact that there was a scene at the beginning. They they kill the brother. Yeah. They get freaking grounded. Grounded. And then he shows up because he want they want to kill. He wants to kill him. Yeah. He doesn't even do a good job of it. No. You know. <laughs> That's where I was because it was such a sweet line from chelsea's character right it's a truth and it's a true right and it and it and it gave reese that opportunity to think about it it gave us the opportunity to think about i'm like yeah like who is the the best out of them she chooses chris pine and it's like okay but why to me tom hardy yeah right tom hardy so there's that second why 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 did tom hardy's ex-wife go back to him why this movie why like like we we, we never know why they're not together no we we don't know why they're not together and i don't know why i mean okay okay 
my my assumption because the whole thing that she goes back is like oh you're not really a travel agent which so so you're telling me that just because you saw him on tv holding a couple guns and taking out a terrorist oh wow do they even know it's a terrorist did they, yeah, did they even know it's a terrorist? She learned on the news. The, knows, the news knows nothing. Yeah, exactly. The CIA would deny everything. Would deny everything. So so just because she saw him not being a, a travel agent, now you you take him back? Or they want to start anew? Like, I, I just... Why would, why couldn't it have been... It would have been so easy again, Simon, for you in that scene when you're... The first thing when we meet the son at karate or at whatever, taekwondo... Um, and he invites her to, hey, let's go out to eat or whatever, right? Let's go out to eat as a family. And she shuts him down. Add a line there that says, hey, you know, like, I still want to eat. And why couldn't she have said, like, I know what you're doing, Tucker. I just, again, I don't think it's good for us because you have, you've stood me up too many times. You're never Ugh, there when I need you. I know. You're this Dude. or that. Or what, Ugh. like, just oh, give me some context there. So that way, at the end of the movie, when she finds out that he is a, an, an agent, there's a reason for her to want to take him back. Or even the, the son. The son trying to ruin the the Reese Witherspoon dating yeah. situation because he wants... Because he wants mom and dad back be, together. I just... Uh, that, uh, that's when I was just like, okay. Um, yeah. I'm done with this. Movie. Yeah. Like, you didn't tell me why Pine, Chris Pine is the best choice for her. And then you didn't tell me why Tucker or... Yeah, Tucker and his ex... Wife, why, should, why they even got divorced and should they should get back together? Yeah, because they have a kid. Because they have a kid. Okay. Because he's not a travel agent. <laughs> like, are you kidding me? Uh, we're um, <laughs> let's let's look. Sometimes you have to watch bad movies. Yeah. To be reminded of great ones. Exactly. That's how, that's that's what this is. That's the moral of the story. Yeah. We also realize that we have to we have to compare two two rom coms because that's. It is. It's. I think it's a great way of doing it. Yeah, well, we're gonna start doing that. Send us whatever rom com you want us to attack next. Yeah, the the next two ones, and we will do it. We will do it. We will do it. Uh, we hope you guys enjoyed today's episode, and we would love it if you could subscribe to wherever wherever you get your podcasts, um, as well as give us a five star rating because it does help us get on the charts, or or let us know why it's a one star rating. <laughs> exactly like uh, we did today <laughs> like we did today uh, if you're listening on spotify at the bottom of this episode we'll have some questions there of how you tell us how bad this movie is or how good it is maybe you're one of those that really enjoys it um but yeah we want to hear your thoughts what did we miss what do you like what don't you like about this movie obviously you can always get in touch with us on twitter at uh, real chumps I'm also on Twitter, uh, Marstrosity, M-A-R-Z-T-R-O-S-I-T-Y. Uh, me on Twitter at Ruby underscore TV, or you can email us at your at realchums.com. Join us next week. We're going to continue this uh, Christ, uh, Chris Pine marathon. I guess. We're going to do Star Trek Into Darkness because we're coming up on its 10-year release. Which is crazy. Which I think it's wild. And, and so again, I don't think I've seen this movie since it came out, so I... I, I Let's, let's revisit yeah. and, and, and see how it holds up 10 years later. Let's check it out. Okay. We'll see you guys next time. Peace.